0: Welcome to the Islam and Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to support us, visit islamandlibertynetwork.org. There is a donation button on the site. This episode, we have a recording of our 7th International Islam and Liberty Conference, The Islamic Case for Religious Freedom, held in Jakarta. Today, we have Dr. Hakan Koru. He completed his PhD at Australia Catholic University and his main field is Quranic Exegesis, tafsir. He is part of a panel Theory and Theology of Religious Freedom, chaired by Muhammad Azam Muhammad Adil. His topic is the concept of freedom, huriya, and natural rights in classical Islamic jurisprudence. If you're interested in seeing his presentation, it can be found on our website at islaminlibertynetwork.org.
1: Assalamu alaikum, good afternoon. It is a pleasure to be here with you uh, today uh, in Jakarta. In my talk, uh, I will be focusing on the concept of uh, freedom, hur- hurriya and natural, r- natural rights in classical Islamic uh, jurisprudence. In Fekh, uh, a universal human rights concept, concept is developed. Classical Islamic jurisprudence accepted the right of the inviolability of human beings, and it is accepted by all religions. They called uh, axiomatic rights, you know, daruriyat or Darurat, fundamental principles, usul, and universal rights. These rules constitute the common ground between Islamic and non-Islamic legal systems. Universal aspects of Islamic legal tradition provide the same rights to all human beings. Human beings should have freedom and legal personality, them, and human rights are a prerequisite for freedom of religion. I will elaborate on this uh, later. Universal human rights and freedom of religion are prerequisites to achieve the purpose and meaning of uh, creation. Of course, uh, as uh, session uh, monitor indicated, the concept of hurriya in fiqh, uh, I will focus on specifically this term in uh, fiqh, when we look at fikr sources, uh, hurriya refers to a natural position from birth in comparison with the slavery in its classical Islamic juristic literature. But uh, it is interesting; uh, it is not much used uh, this term because uh, because we have, una- we have uh, there are other terms such as hukuk, hak, maslaha, and makassat, etc. But this concept is more used in akhlaq tasawwuf and uh, philosophical literature. Yeah hurriya freedom and meaning abstaining from carnal and worldly desires and not being dominated by vices, etc. For example, Avisennas Essiasa El Medaniyy, or in Ibn Miskaway, it is considered a sub virtue under the virtues of chastity, if of course relying on uh, Greek ethics, Aristotle ethics. Uh, there are three powers, and each power has a virtue, and uh, each virtue has sub virtues, and vices and virtues, etc and it is under the virtues of chastity. Being free from everything except for God is the ultimate aim of Islamic ethics and classical uh, Islamic jurisprudence, freedom refers to a natural position from birth and opposite of slavery. Moreover, freedom is sought for the capacity of receiving rights, Ahliya al-Wujub, and the capacity of executing rights, Ahliya al Freedom is considered as one of the conditions for some religious, uh, rituals and juristic responsibilities such as Friday prayer and almsgiving. But of course, uh, it is not a separation of society into classes, you know, we said there are some special ca- you know, cases or rulings for, for example, uh, slave because institution of slavery was uh, common uh, among states in the medieval period, but providing responsibilities according to social structure and its restriction for uh, some people. It looks that the concept of freedom is used in a narrow scope uh, in the classical fiqhi literature, but of course, as I said, we have more uh, other terms, Hak, you know, hukuk, maqasad, and maslaha are major concepts used to indicate basic human rights and freedoms in, uh, in the Islamic law. Haq and Hurriya are very connected to each other as well, you know, Hurriya and Haq. Hukukullah and Hukukul Ibad are significant usul concepts uh, from Islamic uh, tradition, uh, as uh, you are well aware. Just as a case study, I focused on just Debussy and Sarakhsy. And when we look at uh, philosophy of Islamic jurisprudence, usul sources, they talk about Inherent uh, or natural human rights, inherent, natural, God-given uh, rights. For example, Debussy: uh, rights of God cannot be fulfilled without human rights. Mm-hmm. Judas Debussy is one of the first who theorized on the universality of human beings. For example, uh, he says a human being, Adam, is created only and only with his covenant with God and the right to personality, it is impossible to think that he may be created otherwise. A human being is created only and only with a capability to be accorded with legal public rights. It is impossible to think that he may be created otherwise. Likewise, a human being is created free and with his rights, it cannot be thought that he may be created otherwise. The reason why these honoring gifts and legal personality are given to human beings is because he or she is responsible to fulfill the rights of God. Freedom and legal personality as uh, fundamental uh, rights. For him, basic human rights are born rights which emanate from uh, God. This is of course a distinct way of grounding universal human rights. Debussy says that basic universal human rights are given to human beings so that they can fulfill the rights of God. It is very interesting, Debussy connects the capacity of receiving rights, Ahliya al-Wujub, with Ismah, Hurriya and Malikiya. These three are very important and a summary of natural human rights in classical usul, uh, usul literature. Of course, they talk about uh, more, you know, human rights concepts. But these, you know, all other rights revolve around these three. Okay, isma, hurriya and malikiye. They talk about specifically. So, in order to fulfill the rights, our responsibilities and duties, human beings must have these from uh, these three from birth. If you have, you know, if you are going to receive some rights from birth, then we need to have these three according to Debussy and uh, other, some other usulis. Usool, human nature needs to have freedom and freedom of choice from birth to carry uh, these duties. In Debussy's view, the capacity of receiving rights al-Wujub, is a ground and reason for human's freedom. So he underlines that human rights are a prerequisite for freedom of religion. This is important. Human rights, receiving human rights or duties, responsibilities are a prerequisite for, uh, or reason or ground for freedom of religion. Human beings have a capacity to take religious and legal responsibilities from birth by force. So humans' natural rights, isma, hurriya, and malikiya are not their choices as well. They are, they have these from birth by force. Human beings should have freedom and legal personality so that they can fulfill their duties, God's rights on them. Another example, uh, uh, from Serachsi, for example, he also indicates uh, same concepts. God granted the right of right to inviolability, freedom and property. Uh, Upon creating human beings, God bestowed upon them intelligence and the capa- capability to carry responsibilities and rights. This was do- to make them ready for duties and rights determined by God. Then he granted them ismah, freedom, hurriya and a property, to let them continue their lives so that they can perform the duties they should shoulder. Then these rights to carry responsibility and enjoy rights. Freedom, Enjoy rights, freedom and property exist with a human being when he is born. This is how proper personhood is given to him when he is born for God charging him with the rights and duties when he is born. It is interesting, English philosopher John Locke, he is considered one of the fathers of liberalism in the West, Uh, he says same, he indicates same three concepts. Then it, it shows that, you know, uh, this is universal, you know, uh, these concepts discussed, you know, among civilizations. All individuals are equal in the sense that they are born with certain natural rights. That is, rights are given, God-given and can never be taken or even given away. Among these fundamental natural, natural rights are life, liberty, and property. Again, same. Uh, freedom and malikiyah Locke argues that individuals should be free to make choices about how to conduct their own lives as as long as they do not interfere with the liberty of others. I don't want to discuss too much, but uh, there are some literature on this uh, topic. For example, Ismail Kurun published a book, Theological Origins of Liberalism. Maybe if you are interested, you can have a look. You know there are really, there are really interesting examples really in uh, in our cl- in classical fiqh very interesting i put just you know uh, one example sahnun is considered the major transmitter of maliki fiqh through the mudawwana uh, proportionality and the rules of a rudimentary uh, form of child protective services in early maliki legal reasoning sahnun you know says that what about a woman who has been divorced by her Muslim husband and she is Christian or Jewish and she has minor children who has a greater right of custody, hadane, over the children? He said her right is greater and she is like the Muslim woman in regards to her children. Hiye kal muslime fi waladiha Sahnun replied, she pours them wine, hamr, and feeds them swine, pig. Why did Imam Malik have her occupied rank of the Muslim woman? And he said, children were under her care before her husband divorced her, and she could have fed them swine, wine had had she so wished. But if she wishes to do this, she uh, should be prevented without taking the children from her. If there is reason to suspect that she will do so despite such an order, in that case, then she is entrusted to the supervision of a group of Muslims to make sure that she does not. You know, it looks very interesting for me. I put as uh, just as, uh, just one example. Of course, there are some uh, juristic uh, statements, maxims. Uh, the following one also uh, looks very interesting to me. A land in which the rights of God are violated is preferred over a land in which humans are violated in their rights. This looks also uh, interesting to me. Um, there is no composure in religion. Uh, in the first session, we have, you know, already we had uh, some discussions. This year, recently I have published an article on this verse. And of course, radicals, they say that it is abrogated. Uh, just, uh, I published about this, uh, about this verse. My conclusion traditional Islamic sources and legal tradition developed a long list of human rights. They all revolved around three fundamental rights. Haqq uh, al-Asma, every, every life is sacred, and f- uh, right of freedom. Haqq al-Hurriyeh, and the right of property, Haqq uh, al the right of uh, property. And more studies should be done on the concept of divine and human rights. In classical f- 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 Hukukullah and hukukul al uh, in classical sources, you know, usul sources, faqah sources, tefsir sources. And of course, uh, we should say modern human rights declarations are the result of centuries of global theological and philosophical thought, not a, a simply a Western project, a result of human reasoning and of course cumulative human experience. We need to consider this, uh, you know, what is cumulative or experienced human thought, you know, came to a certain level. We need to consider uh, these uh, when we make any judgment about any uh, about any case. A result of human reason and nature pursuing human uh, welfare. Yes, final slide. Products of sound reason support revealed knowledge as the mainstream Islamic scholarship, uh, scholarship underlines. Products of sound reason support revealed knowledge as the mainstream Islamic scholarship underlines. Uh, one of my PhD student is working on Imam Maturidi's Te'wilatul Quran, you know, as a PhD thesis. And uh, it is fascinating, you know, for example, Imam, uh, Imam Maturidi says that, al la illa bil istidlal. Faith in God, in Allah, happens only through rational uh, argumentations, through istidlal. When we look at the Quran, Quran, uses rational evidence for Tawheed and Nubuwa, but for prophecy and, you know, Tawheed, but for Hashir, Quran uses both Nakli and Akli evidence. It is all, you know, established in in classical uh, sources. Products of sound reason support revealed knowledge as the mainstream Islamic scholarship underlines. Islam, uh, I believe that Islam does not look at anything or any new as black and white. It investigates which aspects are compatible uh, with its values and which ones are not compatible. Then Islam, after that, can judge about any case, about any new case. It's just example, you know, for my, this point, uh, historical example. Besides Quranic teaching and historical examples of the prophet, Islamic moral ethics adopted Greek philosophy and ethics due to their universal scientific nature. Muslim, phlo- Muslim scholars uh, uh, akhlaq scholars considered universal implications of their value uh, you know Islamic values our beliefs and they they incorporated it into Islamic study into into Islamic scholarship Imam Ghazali is you know incorpor- incorporated incorporated mantic into Islamic scholarship because yeah universal and they adopted it they, they did not uh, you know hesitate to take it. If it is, you know, beneficial, it is, if it is universal, and they successfully combined and collaborated, you know, and combined these, uh, uh, these all uh, together. I, I, I'm reading, uh, I'm reading, eh, uh, Adududdin al-Ijiz, Al-Risala fil-Akhlaq, Aduddin, you know, Risala, Al-Risala al-Adudiyya. Adudiyah. is fascinating, you know, he combines Quran and Sunnah, then, you know, Greek ethics, you know, Greek ethics and scientific knowledge of his period, you know, he you know, combines both all these. And Muslim philosophers also accepted Greek philosophy as a hikmah because, like the Quran philosophy, was studying on nature, human, and existence, considered as science of God. I believe that you know, our approach should be Al Qadim, Al Salih, and Al Jadid, and Nafia. Thank you so much for listening to me. Uh, yes.
2: Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Uh, my name is Faisal from ABIM. Okay, just, just uh, first first a bit comment about WC. Actually, uh, it is interesting to have this kind of view because WC from Hanafi. We in Malaysia, it is quite unfamiliar with WC. But it is, of course, I need to learn more from you about the WC, uh School of thought. Okay, my question on... Actually, uh, you raise on the issue of the religion of the child. For example, now in our society, it's became taboo when one spouse convert and then uh it is uh so called uh compulsory for the child to be converted as well to muslim instead of living uh with their parents uh non non muslim parents and uh instead of uh living in the previous religion so can you give some insights on this issue with regards to your opinion thank you
1: Thank you for uh, for your question, but I put uh, that uh, you know, that case as an just example. I did not focus on hadana issue. I think uh, I need to I need to have a look at the sources about the details, specific details about uh, conversion or or not. But in Maliki, Fikhi, you know, as example shows uh, that uh, women, if she is Christian or Jew, uh, you know, of course she has a right uh, of hadana, you know. And, of course, uh, do, during hadana period, of course, she will look after baby. If She, she will look after uh, the child. I need to have a look at other uh, Fuki, uh, other mishaps approaches. Yeah, Thank you.
3: OK, can I add a bit of that? I think one of the important things that we are lacking when we're talking about the custody, uh, the rights of the children is welfare is a very important element to the being whatsoever. And we have left that. It's determination of region of the child, the custody which goes to the mother or father, whatsoever, whosoever. One of the important thing that we lack is the welfare of, of the child. And that is, I think, the most of the important. I think, I mean, uh, I think the uh, Hanafi school, for example, is quite important as well as the Maliki for, for that particular. I think we, in Malaysia, we have this debate Uh, It's no ending issues. I think we we hope that we come into a a, a compromise position where we will be promoting on this welfare.
0: Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed and would like to explore more, visit islaminlimitynightwork.org. You can also support us through the donation button on the site.